So, what's the best film you've seen at our Shropshire Cinemas this year? In case Father Christmas is generous with the gift tokens, here are my top five to hit our local cinemas in 2011, which you might want to check out, along with a few turkeys that you might also just want to avoid. At number five in my top movies list for this year is a film called Moneyball. It's not the sort of movie I was expecting at all. American sports films are usually spilling over with patriotic stars and stripes, but this one's just a really good drama. Brad Pitt plays a maverick boss of a financially struggling baseball team who throws all the usual convention out of the window seeking success at half the price. It's excellently acted and it's no surprise that it's been nominated for several Golden Globe Awards. At number four in my list is Senna. Now, strictly speaking, this one's a documentary, but it's also so much more. Using a mixture of archive footage, rarely seen family video, and interviews with supporters, contemporaries, and arch rivals, it's the story of tragic Brazilian Formula One racing driver Ayrton Senna, whose determination to push the boundaries ultimately cost him his life. It's emotional, it's brilliantly directed, and it's not just for motor racing anoraks. At three, we have Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy, an ambitious attempt to distill John le Carre's complex web of Cold War intrigue into a two-hour movie. Gary Oldman is brilliantly subtle in the role of George Smiley, playing a deep-thinking agent famously portrayed by the late Alec Guinness in a previous BBC serialisation. Smiley's asked in this one to smoke out a mole at the very top of the British Secret Service. The cast includes Colin Firth, Benedict Cumberbatch and John Hurt, and is intelligent cinema at its very best. Now, intelligence isn't a word you'd usually use to describe number two on my list. Bridesmaids is a crazy, madcap comedy in the same mould as The Hangover. It stars Kristen Wiig, who's asked to be maid of honour for her best friend's wedding, and has to put her own personal traumas to one side to bring a ragtag bunch of hugely competitive and very different individuals together for the perfect hen night. Of course, it's anything but perfect. Without doubt for me, Bridesmaids is the best comedy of the year. And at number one, well, it pretty much had to be, didn't it? A certain royal film called The King's Speech, which has swept the board at almost every award ceremony it's been at this year. Colin Firth gives the performance of his career as King George VI, trying to overcome his speech impediment with the help of an unorthodox therapist played by Geoffrey Rush. From the very opening scene of this, you're rooting for the king in a brilliantly acted drama with too many memorable moments to name. But it's not been a year of unbridled quality, and of course there have been some big-budget stinkers at Shropshire Cinemas too. My worst films, in no particular order really, would certainly include Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. I was at my wit's end, to be honest, after sitting through this dreary adventure which saw Johnny Depp's Captain Jack set off on a race to find the Fountain of Youth. The 3D in this was dark and lifeless, and after a decent chase scene through London in the first ten minutes, it was sharply downhill all the way. Then there was Zookeeper, the story of an animal keeper having girlfriend trouble, who gets a helping hand from his animal friends who decide to break their vow of silence and reveal they've been able to talk all the time. It's an achingly predictable and startlingly unfunny movie, this one, despite the best efforts of American comic Kevin James, who works overtime to wring every last laugh out of the script. You do feel for him. The bizarre voiceover cast for this one also includes Cher, Sylvester Stallone and Adam Sandler. Turkey number three is Battle Los Angeles, the story of an alien attack on America's west coast. It's a complete cardboard cutout of a film, from the false patriotic speeches to the chaotic action scenes, and it covers largely the same ground as last year's equally dire alien invasion farce Skyline. 
Then there's the Green Lantern, memorable probably only for the skin-tight green outfit, which hunk Ryan Reynolds was asked to wear in his role as a test pilot who comes across a ring which gives him special powers. When it's compared to the likes of Thor and Captain America, it's downright boring, which is, to be honest, something of a surprise given the pedigree of Zorro and two-times James Bond director Martin Campbell. Last, and quite probably least, is Monte Carlo. Not nearly as exotic or as exclusive as it sounds, this is the one starring Selena Gomez as a teenager on a trip to Paris who's mistaken for a rich heiress and decides, for a laugh, to impersonate her. Laugh is probably not the best word to use for this one because unless you're a tweeny viewer or you have a cinematic viewing age of about 14, you'll find this one offensively contrived and manipulative, not to mention downright stupid. It's certainly been a year of contrasts at the cinema and I've enjoyed reviewing them for the Shropshire Star. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all seven listeners.